0: Thank you.
1: Welcome to the Kings Insider Podcast on CSNCalifornia.com. Introducing your host, Sacramento Kings Insider, James Ham. Welcome to the CSN Kings Insider Podcast. I am James Ham. Joining me, one of my fellow CSN employees, Mr. Monty Poole, who covers the Golden State Warriors. Monty, how are you?
0: I am good. be a lot better if we can get this Houston series over with pretty soon. We don't want to extend this thing to 7 games.
1: Wrap it up, wrap it up. Come on Warriors. Okay, so we, rooting for me. <laughs> <laughs> We've got so much uh, chaos going on in Sacramento, like always. Uh, the coaching search has gone wild. Uh, they did. Uh, it looks like they've brought in an assistant general manager, so that's one step. But the next step is to go out and find a head coach. You know a couple of the head coaching candidates really well from your time here in Golden State, and so I'm just going to pick your your brain on those guys. Are you game?
0: I am game. Bring it on. All
1: right. So Mark Jackson, he had some falling out here in in Golden State what was he like to be around on a daily basis sort of what is his philosophy and and what are your thoughts on him in general
0: well the first thing to know about mark jackson is that he is from new york he is a true new yorker so that means that the chip on his shoulder is never too far away as long as you know that going in it should be okay um i think for me personally uh, we actually had probably a month or two into the, my time on this on this job we had a little uh, bit of a rough period And I sensed it, and I pulled him aside, and he said, no, there was no problem. I pressed him on it, and he said, okay, yeah, there is a problem. And we talked about it, and we got through it. We had about a 20-minute conversation one day, and the beginning of the conversation was about just there was something going on, something that I had written that he didn't appreciate. And once I got that out of him, we got talking pretty well, and by the end of the conversation, I think we both knew where each other stood. And I explained what I was doing and why I did it. I'm not sure he totally agreed with it, but that's okay. As long as we talked about it. After that, we were pretty straight. We would talk about off-the-record stuff, and he was pretty good with, with most of us. And I think he's that way with most guys if you if he feels you're being fair to him. Uh, now, uh, in terms of the way he coached, um, I'd say he was a good coach. Uh, he was what the Warriors needed at the time that they hired him. At that time, they were kind of off the NBA landscape. And new owner comes in, Joe Lacob, who was – Who had beaten out Larry Ellison, who was a lot better known in terms of billionaires, you know? And so Lakeup gets the Warriors, and the first thing he knows he has to do is make people pay attention, make people notice. And by hiring Mark Jackson, he did that. He brought in a guy that has a is an NBA name, has credibility within the league. (coughs) Excuse me. He's a guy who played well for many years, and you hear Mark Jackson there's an image that comes to mind. He didn't hire some no-name guy. Everybody said, well, Mark hadn't coached before. But Joe was concerned more than anything else about having a guy that would, again, make people notice that the Warriors were doing this. And he brings in Jerry West, too. So that was to me. The Mark Jackson thing was partly because of who he was, not because he was a great coach. Yet he did, in fact, and Steve Kerr said this many times, he instilled a defensive mindset in this place that we've never seen. I mean, Don Nelson was here twice, and defense was something that he didn't know what it was. He, yeah. didn't, he couldn't describe it to you, you know. But his teams played good offense, and it kept them entertaining and competitive in many games, but they never were going to get anywhere near a championship. So Mark comes in, and he gives them that. Um, why is he gone? Well, he did a great job of sort of circling the wagons. It was him and his players, and everybody else was over there, you know. Me and my players over here, you're over there. And it created kind of an us against them mentality, which worked to some degree for the players. Um, But when you're in an organization, you have to, as Joe Lacob said this, you you have to manage down and you have to manage up. And Mark, as a head coach, felt like he had to manage down. I manage my guys, that should be enough. And he never got that part, and that's why he's no longer here. That's the main reason why he's no longer here is because he didn't really do a great job of making sure that he um, developed relationships beyond his players. Um, He didn't do a great job of making the best use of what Joe Lacob and Peter Guber, the co-owners, allowed him to do. They said, basically, hire the best possible staff. And Markins had hired guys that he thought were good enough, guys that were Basically, his friends, not saying they couldn't coach. What I am saying is that they weren't the best possible staff. And I'm not sure how much Mark wanted to be challenged by his staff either. And that's something that we've seen change here with Steve Kerr. We see it all the time. With Mark, you always get the sense that if his staff challenged him, he would just challenge them right back. So um, I think he's learned something from what happened there and that if he wants to coach again, I'm pretty sure he does, um, I think he'll be a better coach for it. Uh, and I say that because he's a, he's a smart guy. He's not stupid. And I think he realizes that this was a situation that he did a, a pretty good job, but it could have done better a better job had he been just more available to people beyond his players.
1: Okay, so the one big point that you pointed out is that he set a defensive identity with this club. But being – from Sacramento we know that most people believe that the defensive identity was not his it was Michael Malone's and when Michael Malone left the defense struggled and and not only that but Sacramento. well it was pretty good here it, but the defense in Sacramento improved oh. uh but but really that the X's and O's guy isn't is not who Mark Jackson is he's right. not he's more of a leader a uh, well, I mean, he is an ordained minister. He's more of a guy who who stands and, and motivates than he is an ex. Is that fair?
0: That's fair to say. And you know, I, he got that rap, and I say it's a pretty fair rap because um, he did mostly the preparation stuff and getting guys mentally ready to play games. Um, and I've seen other coaches do the same thing where they aren't the exes and os guy. If you have a guy on your staff, that, Phil Jackson not the greatest X's and O's guy, but he always had an expert on his staff, whether it was a Tex winner or Johnny Bach. There was always somebody there who did that stuff. Um, and so that's why I kind of downplayed that. But if you're going to have – if you're not going to be the X's and O's guys, you've got to hire the best possible staff. Right. And I think that's what hurt him. And he took this Warriors team about as far as he was going to take it with that staff. 51 wins. That was pretty good. Um, and then take the Lakers, the, rather the Clippers to seven games in the playoffs in 2014 without Bogut, um, I thought that was that was pretty good. And so uh, I thought that he would get another chance, but I think it ended up being that he just they sensed that he was going to be too stubborn, and they were probably right.
1: Okay, so let's shift gears. There is another coaching candidate here in Golden State. Uh, it's very pie in the sky. I think everyone who's being realistic knows that Luke Walton is probably not coming to Sacramento, regardless of what kind of relationship he had with Vlade Divac as a player. What are your thoughts on Luke, though? I mean, he's a guy who, who got an opportunity and, and blew the doors off of it, but is this a, a car that drives itself?
0: Luke did a tremendous job. And First of all, the thing about Luke is, I like the guy. I mean, he's impossible not to like. Very likable. Yes. Like charisma. He, he, impossible not to like. I mean, he's he walks into a room and he makes friends in two seconds. That's just who he is, his personality. But he's smart. He's perceptive about people and about the game, which gives him a leg up on being a good coach. The third thing that I'll say about Luke is that he's willing to learn from other people. I mean, not just, yeah, he played for Phil Jackson, but he's, he learns from Steve Kerr. He learns from from Ron Adams. He learns from Jaron He learns from all the guys around him. Um, now, that said, I know Luke is a big lifestyle guy. And so when all these jobs come open, there's, oh, well, can Luke look at this job, that job? Luke, I'm convinced, will take the job that he feels is best for him, not just for basketball reasons, but also for lifestyle reasons. That's why I can't imagine any way that he would go to, to work in New York and everybody said, oh, he could coach the Knicks. I cannot see Luke Walton in New York. I just don't see it. And his father, Bill, basically, <laughs> I don't know about that. Luke's a California guy. Yeah. You know, he and he's a West Coast guy, um, which I guess give, gives Sacramento a little bit of a chance. But the other thing that Luke has learned with the Warriors is that it's so important what you have above the coach, the general manager, the ownership structure, the front office. Right now, he's got Bob Myers. He's executive of the year. He's got Jerry West, the logo. He's got Joe who who is driven to be a great franchise and has made a lot of right moves. So I think in Luke's mind, he's a little spoiled and he'll be, he'll be very careful where he goes after this. Um, even the Lakers job, which people have put him out there for that job. I believe with the Lakers situation as it is now in the gym bus, I'd have a hard time seeing Luke going there. Now, maybe things change, and Jeannie takes over, and Phil comes back, and then maybe you got a different deal. But as it is now, I can't see him going, just going to take a job because a job is open. It has to be attractive on several levels, and I, I'd be stunned if he were to take Sacramento just because Sacramento right now, there's, there's too many things that are kind of in flux. There's too many moving parts about too many different directions. <laughs> just what exactly is the single purpose of the franchise? Are they here to win games? Are they here to sell tickets? Are they here to be a civic treasure? I mean, what's their main goal here? And I think right now there are some questions about that, and that's why I think Luke, yeah, he might talk to to Vladdy because they're, they're friends. But seriously, I'd have a hard time seeing him taking the job.
1: Well, and the other thing I think the biggest elephant in the room is why leave Golden State when there's certainly a possibility that Steve Kerr... Could decide that his back isn't ready to be a coach full time.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a possibility. Steve's back is fine, but he still has headaches. Still has he has neck pain. Um, He's got a number of other ailments that have kind of followed up from those two back surgeries he had last summer. So that's that's a possibility. I mean, Steve hasn't said it, but it wouldn't surprise anybody if at the end of this year he said, "God, I'd love to stick around, but I can't do it. I need you know a break or whatever." Yeah, yeah, it it could be. So um, Luke is smart enough to know that and he and steve are really close and if steve is thinking about leaving luke would know (laughs) and if and if that's the case luke i I can't see him going anywhere players like him and i say like him that's an understatement uh and he likes them and again that's an understatement too so um it's just hard for me to see luke rushing out for a job somewhere else when right now he's got a good situation here and he knows that there will be other opportunities down the road
1: All right, that's Monty Poole on the Sacramento Kings coaching search through the Golden State Warriors' eyes. (laughs) All right, thanks, Monty, for joining us. Me time.